described the uh, Albany deposit as a vein-type graphite breccia. So just wondering, how is this deposit different from other graphite deposits that have been found in the world? Yeah, so what we have, what we've discovered is a hydrothermal or vein style. Some people prefer vein style. We prefer to use hydrothermal because vein is suggesting a smaller body uh, when in fact what we have is a large breccia pipe with intersections of two to three hundred meters. So we've been referring to it as hydrothermal and that's volcanic in origin. So it's just derived from the mantle of the earth mm -hmm. and the upper mantle. Whereas uh, flake or amorphous is sedimentary in origin. Right. And it's derived from organic material. Right. And it's totally different, uh, totally different style, formed differently, uh, totally different geological deposit. Okay. So you can also distinguish between this deposit and Sri Lankan vein graphite, which your deposit has often been compared to. Well, the Sri Lankan is formed in the same manner. It is hydrothermal, mm -hmm. but uh, they refer to it as vein style. So it is uh, volcanic in nature, except the Sri Lankan vein is very narrow. It's their mining vein that's 5 to 10 centimeters wide, whereas what we've intersected is uh, 2 to 300 meters wide. Okay, so it's, so it's a different thickness. It's a, yeah, it's a different size. Uh, we have a breccia, and they have a strictly a vein. Now, we do have some veins in the system, but uh, for the most part, it's a breccia pipe. So just think of like a kimberlite pipe uh, where, where, where you find diamonds that come from the upper mantle. It's much like that. Okay, <clears throat> and you say that the, the vein is ultra-high purity at 99. 96% carbon, but the drill results only show 5 to 7% carbon, so how does how do you account for that discrepancy? Well, it's not a discrepancy. It's uh, when you drill uh, and you test for the grade, uh, it comes out at 5% because what you're testing is all the material in there. So when you sample it, you, you cut it, you sample it, you send it in for analysis, you're also uh, diluting it with the granitic class that are in the breccia pipe. So the, the key is not the grade on the front end, it's the, it's the purity on the back end. So when we put that through a metallurgical test, and we've done this on several occasions at SGS Lakefield, so we put in the 5% grade, what we do is we grind and we do a flotation and a caustic bake. Caustic bake is sodium hydroxide. It's not an acid, like some people are suggesting. And it's caustic bake is a, is a base. It's sodium hydroxide and 25% by weight, and we can recycle that material. After you go through that process, it comes out at 99.99%. <clears throat> Excuse me. And what I've been told yeah. is that we're the only company globally that can use caustic bake to get to 99.99. I'm getting that third hand from a different source, but uh, and we haven't confirmed that, but I've been told that. Okay, yeah, I mean, I, I've been told from, from geologists that graphite can be easily purified using acid 
bleaching. Is that is that not true? Oh yeah, no. Uh, you can upgrade flake uh, thermally and with acid. Uh, it's it's a little more expensive, uh, and when somebody says that they can do that, I would simply ask, what is the cost? Uh, we know from our processing that we can do it with a caustic bait fairly cheaply. Okay, yeah, I mean, um, you did release some beneficiation test results in April which showed that, that high, like you say, high-purity graphite can be produced using caustic baking leach process. So um, can you describe that process in a little more detail? And secondly, do you have any estimates as to the cost? You mentioned that, that, um, that acid leaching is expensive. So do you have any cost numbers that you can share with us? Yeah, so when, when a, a, a flake graphite deposit talks about uh, leaching, they're using usually hydrofluoric acid. Now, we don't use that. Hydrofluoric acid is pretty dangerous material, uh, and it's very expensive. Yeah, hydrofluoric acid is very expensive, and right. that's related to the infrastructure that you have to set up because it's uh, you have to set up an entire safety infrastructure. Right. Um and very expensive. There's better people to talk to uh, about hydrofluoric acids, like some of the downstream companies or end users. And I know Asbury, Stephen Riddle, uh, can comment on that a little better than I can if you want to call him. Mm -hmm. But uh, in our case, we're using sodium hydroxide. It's safer. It's a base. It's not an acid. And we use 25% by weight, and we can recycle the material. Okay. But it's much cheaper, uh, and uh, obviously we get extremely high grades from it, purity, and good recoveries. Okay. Uh, I mean, are you able to compare it? Like you say, it's cheaper, but how how much cheaper? Can you can you say that? Well, I I, I can't throw out numbers because we haven't done a pre-feasibility or an economic uh, assessment yet. And uh, okay, as you as you know. Um, the Ontario Securities Commission does not allow people to talk about economics and numbers without going through that process. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Of course, yeah. All right. Um, you, your critics have said that the graphite at Albany can't compete with synthetic graphite, which, as you know, compa uh, commands the highest price per, per ton. So how do you respond to that criticism? Uh, I don't know what they're talking about exactly, which application. And um, your and your website, you say that you can compete with synthetic graphite, but that that has been questioned. So I I just wondered how, like, what's your response to that that criticism? Well, the first thing you got to do when you have a graphite deposit is determine the purity. Right. You know, we've, that's the first step we've we've done is determine the purity, and it's extremely high grade, high purity. We can get to ninety nine point nine nine. So the next step is to determine the properties of the graphite, which we're doing right now. Well, we're actually uh, doing that at uh, a couple of universities in Canada, and we should have that uh, information in the following weeks. So depending on the, the specs of your graphite, it'll go into various applications, and that's yet to be determined. Mm -hmm. But for someone to say now, without knowing what the specs of our graphite is, is that it couldn't be applied to high purity synthetic applications is wrong. I mean, how do they know that? Well, what basis are they saying that? 
Yeah, I mean, I think the, the criticism has, has been over this percentage issue that of whether you're able to actually bring it up to the purity that you're suggesting. Well, we've proven that. What right. do you mean that? I mean, that, that was already proven by SGS Lakeville. I mean, that's not... Uh, why would somebody question that? Okay. All right. Like, who, who would question that? I mean, we've already released that information. Well, it, if you if you read the interview, if you listen to the interview, that 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 was questioned. So that, I'm just responding. Oh, to that. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But but uh, I don't think you should take that as gospel. I mean, there were so many wrongs in that interview that uh, I'm here to correct that. Okay. Yeah. And, and for one, he referred to our deposit as amorphous, which is uh, I mean totally wrong. Mm-hmm. It's a sedimentary process. We're volcanic and hydrothermal. The other thing that was said in that interview was that we use acid. That's totally wrong. We don't use acid. It's a base, sodium hydroxide. Right. And um, the other thing I think he said was it's infrastructurally challenged. Now, anybody that goes around the world globally that look at mining projects uh, would find that infrastructure that's around us is, is probably some of the best you can find. And you can see that on our website and our presentation. Just as a reminder and, and sort of in brief, what, where are you at in terms of access to rail and, and, uh, and power? So the, the project is about 30 kilometers north of the Trans-Canada Highway. Yeah. It's also 30 kilometers north of the hydro line and the gas pipeline. We're within four to five kilometers of a logging road. There's logging roads all around us, so the, the end of one of the logging roads is within four to five kilometers of the site. Uh, there's a new hydro project going in about 20 kilometers away, and the rail line is about uh, 70 kilometers away. Okay. Okay. Um, so just, just talking about the stock price um, now, so... Zenyatta has enjoyed a really great run in your in your stock price. Um, just checking it today, it looks uh, almost almost 700% gain from a year ago, and it was named um, Ontario's Discovery of the Year. So, um, I, but I also noticed that there aren't any analysts covering the stock. So, wh- why do you think that is right now? Uh, we've talked to many analysts. Uh, mm. There's one analyst. Uh, just covered in the U.S. Um, and a lot of these companies are looking for a 43-101 resource, and they're waiting for that. All right, right. Okay. And we, should, we should be able to deliver that in September, October. Okay. And um, so a lot of people are waiting for that, that, that next catalyst, which is a very important step. I mean, people look at it now and say, yes, you can come up with the purity, and quality looks good, still have to do uh, some steps there, but how big is this thing? And uh, that's what everybody's asking right now. And uh, so we'll deliver that very soon. You saw probably a couple of days ago, I think it was yesterday, yes. we announced that we're, we're bringing on the engineering firm, RPA, mm-hmm. a highly qualified and independent firm to look at the data and determine a, a resource estimate for September, October. Okay, and that's an NI43101 compliant resource Correct. estimate, right? Yeah. Correct, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, just kind of a personal question. I, you know, reading the, the comments on, on that story, on that video, 
you've obviously got some passionate and committed followers. So how do you feel sort of personally in following up on what, what's obviously been uh, a very successful junior mining story right now? Yeah, I noticed that you have some passionate followers on that, just judging by the the comments on our website. So I just wondered, you know, how do you feel in bringing this project forward? Do you feel do you feel some personal responsibility to those people to you know to to keep keep the, the good news going? Well, absolutely. I mean, I. I'm in management. I'm the president and CEO. I simply work for the shareholders. Right. They're all part, part owners of this company. And, uh, of course, I feel a responsibility. That's my job. And mm-hmm. um, so we all have to work hard uh, to make sure we realize the maximum value for the shareholders, and that's what we're doing. Yeah. And, um, you know, the shareholders of any company are passionate. I mean, the reason they own it and buy it is they love it, and uh, otherwise they wouldn't be there. Right. So, uh, um, you know, I, I would expect anybody that owns a stock to be passionate about it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Um, just just on a concluding note, so what are your plans for the rest of the year? So we're going to, we, as you know, we're, we're drilling presently. And we'll continue to drill until the end of August. Okay. And, and at that point, that's when RBA will start to do their estimate on the size. Okay. And um, shortly after the resource is out, we're going to start our preliminary economic assessments. And that will be out in the first quarter of 2014. Okay. And in the meantime, we'll continue to work on uh, the, the properties of the graphite crystals. We'll be touring various downstream companies to the site, and we'll be signing CAs with various downstream companies as well. And um, and we're also going to be doing another metallurgical test. We're gonna we're gonna scale it up and do a bulk sample, and we'll be testing that as well. Okay, great. So just to clarify, you said you'd be signing what with downstream companies? Uh, we'll be well, we've signed some CAs. We'll continue to sign more. CAs, did you say? CAs, confidentiality agreement. Oh, okay. Okay. I wasn't sure what that stood for. Okay. Great. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Well, it sounds like you got a busy year ahead of you. Yeah, it is busy. Um, and we're fully financed. Uh, all, pretty much all the warrants have been exercised. We have $10 million in the bank. Yeah. And uh, our program costs about $7 million. So we should still have some money left over at the end of the PEA. Okay. Excellent. All right. Well, I think that's it for me. Um, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to um, talk about your deposit and uh, and get some get some clarity on it. So, thanks a lot. Yeah, no, no I appreciate it, and uh, thanks, Andrew and Charlotte. And if you get any more questions, please call. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. All right. 